Welcome to my testimony and today, wow. Um, first of all, I'm Colin and this is Dawn. And uh, today we have a very special couple and also a very special story and we can't wait to get into this. But um, without any further ado, I want to welcome Terry and Albert Gosling. Hello, hello. Welcome to my testimony. You know, you guys are part of our family. You've been around with us forever. We started going yeah. to plantation at the same time. That's a Good. long time ago, Colin. Yes. Long time, man. <laughs> but you know what, time. man? You know what, man? We're all still looking good. You guys are looking wonderful. You're right. 50 and 78. There you go. I told our ages. So welcome again to my testimony. Thank you. We're glad to be here. Very happy. So before we get into our testimony, we're going to um, start with a word of prayer. Okay. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. We thank you that we're able to sit here and talk with Terry and Albert Goslin. We pray that as they share their testimony with us, that our souls will be watered and that souls will be blessed and we all will be blessed from their testimony. Bless this conversation, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Bye. So, as I said in the beginning, um, Terry, we, we started going to plantation around the same time. It was about yep. 1998, around that, that time, yes, right? we did, yeah. What led you to plantation? Um, my grandmother was Seventh-day Adventist, and I knew at some point, whenever I decided to find a church, that I would always go to a Seventh-day Adventist church. Um, it really started, actually, when Tyler was about three years old. My grandmother had said to me that it is very important that you make sure Tyler knows who God is, that mm-hmm. he has the foundation. He knows who his Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is. Right. So long story short, um, walked into plantation back in 95, about a month after my mom died. Mm. Very painful time for me. Um, went to the mother's room, didn't know what else to do. Walked in the mother's room, didn't know anybody. And I remember sitting in the, plant, in the uh, mother's room and thinking, okay, I don't know anyone. I'll ask for a quarterly. So I asked for a quarterly. Um, somebody went out of the room. They came back and they said, well, we can only give you a quarterly if you plan on coming back. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. Anyways, bottom line is I walked out just as wounded as when I came in. But mm. fast forward, the Lord had greater plans. Mm. It was 19, it was what, January 97, 98, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um God just got a hold of my heart. I walked into plantation, even after what had happened a year prior to that, walked in there with my little four-year-old child at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years old. Walked in with him and the rest was history. I walked into Gary Carter's um, uh, Sabbath school class. Okay. I met Bevan Dean Lumicus. I met Howard Judy Westerdahl. Mm-hmm. Um, I met, I think Angela was there at the time, Angela Smith. I remember... Um, 
Keith Jackson's wife. It's coming to me. Kathy, Kathy Jackson. Kathy Jackson. Sorry, Kathy. Yes. I hit the brain in what it used to be. Uh, but yeah, I remember walking in there and that's where it all started. And then Albert was working at Royal Caribbean at the time, was not able to go to church with us. Mm -hmm. um, so it was what, in October of 97, I think it was, yeah. that um, Albert, they had been given the choice of either going to work in Europe on a ship and not seeing us mm -hmm. or taking a package. So he took the package and that Sabbath uh, would have been October 18th. He walked into church that day. Amen. So that really began our journey as a family and a couple. And we needed, we needed that foundation. Little did we know at that time, mm -hmm. how important the foundation and also the relationships were going to be in the next three years. So yeah. That's, right. that's how we found plantation. And then uh, that led into, um, as you just said, that foundation building, because in the next three years, you guys were dramatically challenged yeah. with life. Oh. Um, so tell us, tell us about that. How did it lead up to that point? So it was what, about early, April of 2000, you started, you weren't feeling good. You went to get a, 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 an upper GI. Right, yeah. And at that point, the doctor said he had broken varices. Well, never said anything further than he has broken varices in his esophagus. We'll watch that. So we fast forward down to November that year. He's slowing down. He's turning yellow. Mm. I mean, he was in crisis. He was in crisis. We were in New Smyrna Beach uh, visiting my grandparents for Thanksgiving that year of 2000. And I had to call the ambulance. Because he, it was, I didn't know if he was having a stroke. At that point, I had no idea about the liver. Mm -hmm. No idea. Didn't know if he was having a stroke or whatever it was. So got him into the hospital in New Smyrna Beach. He was there for a few days. They said to him, you need a liver and you need it fast. Oh my goodness. So, um, <laughs> it was, it, it was like getting hit upside the head with a baseball bat. What do you mean? He just had varices. Now he needs a new liver. What's this all about? Yeah. Right. So by December that Christmas of night of, um, of 2000, he was failing fast. I mean, he, we had started the transplant process with uh, Jackson, um, the University of um, Miami Jackson Hospital. Mm -hmm. And they kept put saying, well, we have an appointment. We have an appointment. I said, he's never going to make that appointment. Never, ever going to make that appointment. Well, it was January 6th, 2001. He, I thought I was going to lose him that night. I had to call the ambulance. He was, he were frothing at the mouth. There was, he was just, he was going quickly. Mm -hmm. So when they called the ambulance, we went up to University of Tamarack Hospital. They admitted him, started to get the paperwork going to get him to Jackson. He was, I mean, it was critical. So that Sabbath that you had talked about, um, Don where everybody was praying for Albert. I think it was the Sabbath, I don't know, it was the Sabbath prior to your liver transplant. And he was um, in bad shape. They called the elders of the church. Mm -hmm. Pastor Cabana was there at the time, Jack and Joanna, the Westerdals, uh, and they anointed him. They anointed him. And at that point, as we know, God can either choose to heal you here mm -hmm. or you're healed when he comes back again. We had no right. idea. I, I, I thought I was losing him. Got him to Jackson, and that began the, the process of the first transplant, the second transplant. Um, so that it was, <laughs> you could, you can't explain. To me, it looks like when I look back over those years now, it, it was a bad dream. It was just, it was a bad dream. If you mm -hmm. would have ever told me that I would have seen my husband go into liver failure, 
and require a transplant, I wouldn't have believed it. And so, and Albert, what was your mindset? Yeah. Um, you know, explain during to us time. during this time what 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 were your what was your mindset? Well, my mindset um, it was really kind of hard because you you're sick, you don't know what's gonna happen, mm. and eventually, you know, I was going to church, mm -hmm. so I figured out, you know, I know you guys at the same time, mm -hmm. so I figured out it's best for me to. Got on my knees and pray to God and get the the real real fact of everything mm -hmm. from Him. Right. You gave your life to the Lord. Well, I right? get, you I, gave your life to Jesus, and you said, "Lord, help me." Yeah. But when I um when I was going for surgery, I said um I prayed to the Lord, and and every night in the hospital. And um, in the morning, one night, it was about midnight, I was lying down sleeping and praying and praying. And I asked the Lord, I give my heart dear. I said, Lord, give me life, please. Mm. And I will do your work Amen. to the best of my ability. Wow, wow. And I could, I, my whole body just feels Relax. You finally felt at peace. That yep. means it's time to go through this mm. operation. Right. Mm. And this was the first um, transplant, correct? This was the first transplant. Yep. They gave me, we get a liver. Mm. And they give me half of the liver. Mm. And give a baby half. A portion, yeah. portion. Yep. The baby died. My liver didn't work either. Wow. Wow. So two of us died. So I was in the machine. Yeah, he was intubated. He, yep, yeah. he, was, he was in a coma. I was in a coma for a week. No, a couple of days because yeah. at that point, um, when I walked in the first time after they, the liver that they had given him the first time, they had used 89 units of blood. Think yeah. about that. 89 units of blood just continually. And if you think of what a mm -hmm. wasp nest would look like with all the holes, right. that's what his liver looked like, the doctors told me. Mm -hmm. And when I walked in that night, nothing, because I couldn't stay for the surgery. There was, they, they would call me at home to give me the updates. Mm -hmm. That was hard. Um, so I walked in that night and I saw him all hooked up, swollen, yellow. The doctor said, we don't know if he's going to make it through the night. It was a pretty bad thing to walk into. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing prepared me for that. Right. But we continued to pray. We continued to pray. And I know that plantation continued to pray. Yes. At one point, um, I know Kathy McCullough had said to me, Terry, I put it out there with 3ABN. We have at least a thousand right. people, if not more, praying. I, and, and I remember her saying that to me. Right. So um, the liver that was meant for Albert came in January 12th, 2001. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was the liver that, that God had intended for him to have. And that right. is the liver he still has today. We get we did get the second one, but oh yeah, I forgot about the second mm -hmm. one. But it was no good. It was no good. It was bleeding too much. All right. So they couldn't use it. Right. Wow. So they come back and the third one. Uh-huh. That's the one that works. That's the one I have in now. And uh how how many years now? How many years now? He always looks to me. <laughs> 19. <laughs> 19. 19 years. Wow. <laughs> 19 years. 19 years. 
19 years, you know, it's like every January 12th, we celebrate mm -hmm. that moment because that was, I mean, most liver transplants, what the doctors say, last 10, 11 years. Yeah. yeah. He's mm -hmm. on his 19th year. Amen. And yeah, the 19th year of this liver transplant. So, right. you know, God is good. And I will forever be thankful for all of the people that have supported us throughout the years, that prayed for us during that time, and the two of you included. Um, you know, we couldn't have made it through that time without prayer. You know, we have to also say that during that time, you know, I leaned a lot on Beverly and Dean Lumicus, mm -hmm. Howard and Judy Westerdahl. Right. Um, you know, I didn't have family here. Right. So plantation was our family. Amen. You know, Amen. It, it and it still is our family. But if it hadn't been for those people, you know, jumping in to help with Tyler, Tyler was eight years old at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to stop at one point and tell Tyler his father was dying. Right. And that was that was rough because I had told him his dad had gotten a new liver. I mean, you think about an eight year old. How do you explain to an eight year old that your dad needs a liver? He, and I never forget that. He looked at me and he said, Mom, I thought you told me my daddy got a liver and he was going to live. Mm. And it was it was touch and go at that point. It was tough. It was very tough. Right. And during that time, too, um, Tyler got sick. Tell us about that. He did. You were you were actually in he Albert would have been. After he left the transplant unit, he went into uh, writer trauma to do rehab. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, I think you were in writer trauma about 10 days, 10, maybe two weeks. Mm -hmm. And one Friday night, Tyler ended up getting so sick. I had to rush him to the hospital, Coral Springs Hospital. Mm -hmm. He had 105 fever. Oh my goodness. So I had Albert in the hospital recovering from a transplant. I had Tyler in the hospital was some sort of, it was pneumonia, mm. he had bacterial pneumonia. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget standing in the, in the emergency room, just looking up and going, God, mm. I can't, I just sobbed. I, I had nobody with me. I had mm -hmm. God with me, but I mean, it was just me and Tyler. Mm -hmm. Wow. So. Wasn't left alone then. Yeah, he was left alone. But I had, I had good people taking care of him. Elma Diedrich came along, people came right. and took care of him. He was good. Um, you know, people were just so kind. I mean, I think about, here I am stuck up here. I had people visiting me here. I couldn't go to see Albert. So Ilma came and picked up Albert's clothes, right. washed them, took, I mean, just people jumping in left and right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I said, little did I know at that time when we walked in that church, right. how much it was going to, the relationships we developed, I couldn't have made it through without everyone. Yeah, right. some of the guys who used to work with me in the ship mm -hmm. are in the office in Miami. Mm. came to look for me sometime. So they were shocked when they see me. Yeah. Several of them cried when they saw Albert because right. this is a, you know, Albert used to be standing on the ship in his nice little white uniform. Right, right, and, right. You know, look at, look at we, all the And we all know the swag that Albert has, yeah, man. Yeah, all the swag he had for all those pretty girls out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he brought grown men to tears because... Right. This, they called him Chief on the ship. This was Chief. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to see Chief sick like this. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, it was, it was hard. hard. It was hard. very hard. But, you Food know, what? those guys and uh, everybody come looking for me. Mm. Pastor and um, Pastor Cabana. Cabana came mm -hmm. and David and David God and, and mm -hmm. all of them. Um, yeah. David God. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I, I am, we are forever grateful for the time that people helped us, which kind of leads me to 
Um, you know, during that time, I was on FMLA. And I tell you, he had been no, no money. Mm-hmm. I FMLA had no money. But every time, and I was on FMLA for seven weeks. Mm. Every time I turned around, a bill was paid. Amen. There was money in the mailbox. Wow. There was people from work that gathered money. My friend Nellie gathered, went together and gathered enough money for us to pay our mortgage, brought groceries. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, God took care of this family. Amen. We were never lacking for anything. Never. Right. Get a few guys who worked with me. I always sent me money too. Yeah. Mm. When I was in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, but you right. you were good. You gave them jobs all those years ago. <laughs> exactly. I used to hire guys. That's the reason why you do it, though. Okay. Yeah. I used to hire guys, you know, all over the higher people. Right, right. You know, Jamaica and, and say, um, St. Thomas. St. Thomas and all the islands. All the islands. Yeah. And then, you know, travel to Europe mm-hmm. and hire people in Europe, like, like in Helsinki and over. People in, didn't forget Albert's kindness. That's that's the bottom line. That's, India and all this, I have people. So, right. so they they always called me and things keep me upside. Keep you updated, but yeah. they always remembered you. They yeah. remembered his kindness. Yeah. And so that was the one thing. Albert, you know, throughout the years was always taking care of people. And I think mm-hmm. that was the hardest thing for us. Also, another lesson is that we had to learn to humble ourselves. Right. Because we had always been the ones to be able to give, right? Right, we right. We both had good right. jobs at one point. We were able mm-hmm. to give and do. And now people are giving to you. That was really uncomfortable. It it was hard, right, Albert? It was hard because especially all the years you had been such a giving person, giving to people. And now we're having to take. And we're mm-hmm. like, it was uncomfortable. And we're like, no, no, no. And someone said to me, and I'll never forget this, Mm-hmm. Don't take away my blessing. Oh, yes, ah, yes. And you know what? That's the one I use now. When you, when, Because we all know the Holy Spirit moves us, right? Right. The Holy Spirit is what moves us mm-hmm. to be kind, to do the work of God. Amen, right. So we had to learn to just humble ourselves and allow right. people to help us. And that was, but it, it we got through it, though. We did. Yep. We got through it. God was good. He, he still is good. You lost your brother-in-law during all this crazy time. I, tell us, tell us about that. I did. Um, it was yeah, January. He had your liver transplant in two thousand and one, and during that time, um, when Albert was healing, and I was on FMLA, and I got a call May the eighth, two thousand and one, that my brother-in-law had taken his life. Mm. He was 46 or 47 years of age. Wow. So being that Albert was still healing, I couldn't leave him. I, so I couldn't even go to Ohio to be with my sister and my nephews. Mm. So that was another blow that year. Um, that it, it was tough. It was, it was really tough to get that phone call after everything and know that I couldn't be there with my sister and with my nephews. But um, yeah, that was, that was a tough one that year. That really right. was. It was very sad. He was a good man. Right. Yes, because I had just started to start feeling better. He was healing. Everything was going good. And then we got that call that day and we're like, it was, it was, it was pretty devastating. Yeah. Mm. It's 
I'd never had, I'd never known anybody that had taken their life before. So it was, it, it was tough. It was very tough. Yeah, I know him very well. Yeah, he was too. a good brother-in-law. Yeah, I was a lawyer. He was a good brother-in-law. Yeah. So. And he used to come down and spend some time, some time here. Yeah. Yep. Right. We had. But the devil's still working on me. He still killed my daughter. Mm. My daughter was 41 years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. 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 So, and my brother go a couple of years. Yeah, there's been, been challenges. A lot of a lot of dead in the family, mm. but that doesn't stop me. Amen. From continue praying to the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And keep keep yeah. trusting in God. Exactly. Keep trusting, yeah. no matter what we. I never lose hope. Alvin has a faith. Sometimes I get so like boohoo me and down in the dumps, and I look at him and I'm like. <laughs> He has an amazing faith. Well, you guys know him. Yeah, of course. I mean, of like, course. Yep. Like, I want some of that. Right? <laughs> yeah. My good time was when you guys were here with me when I was sick. Yeah. Yes, when you were here. And, and uh, you brought Mr. Peter. Mr. Peter. You and brought Wayne. Mr. Peter and Wayne and those guys. Yes. Here. It was a day I remember, man. Yeah, because Albert yep. couldn't go to church, so you brought church yes, to him. You brought church to me. Yeah, man. So, so as we wrap up, um, what, 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 um, what words of encouragement would you guys like to give to people who are watching this testimony? There's always going to be a trial, mm -hmm. and with trials come our testimonies, right? right? That's the reason we're here, able to be here today. We had our trials. We survived the trials by the grace of God, um, and we are able to be here today to tell people, don't give up hope. Really, don't give up hope. Mm -hmm. I know it's so easy to, especially when the whole world is falling in around you. Right. Get yourself engaged with, a, with, with people who are prayer warriors. Amen. Prayer warriors are so important and have been a big part of our life, right? I, I, I think back to those times that I didn't know how I was going to get through, but then I would have someone call me, um, Judy Westerdahl, Angela, anyone who would just call. So engage yourself, get to know people within the church, join a, join, join a church, mm -hmm. start your relationship with God. But the power of prayer is something that you have to experience. It's, 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 it's amazing. It really is. Right? The power of prayer. Yeah. It is. I would say, um, Never give up. Give God the thanks every day. Mm -hmm. It's hurt going to come every day. So you have to live with the hurt, but never leave sight of God. Amen. His son, Jesus. Amen. Jesus is the man who died for our sins. And we are, because we are sinful, yes. but he died for our sins. Amen. Amen. And he went back, he died and went back to the Father. Mm -hmm. And the Father sent the Holy Spirit to deal with us. So the Holy Spirit is dealing with us today. Amen. And we'll give him the glory and continue to serve him. Yep. Amen. That is Amen. true. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to thank you guys again for sharing your testimony with us and uh, it's such a blessing and such an encouragement to see all the trials that you've been through yeah. and to um and i hope that the viewers are seeing that you know what no matter what we go to god is with us yes. and as you said we just got to give him the glory 
Amen. 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 That is so true. Okay. This was great today. Thank yeah, you. It was. It was. All right. I, hope, nice people, I hope people are blessed. I hope that, you know, and it's when we, we, we prayed this morning, right? We prayed and said, it's, it's really, it's not about this. It, it's about, it, it's, it's about God. It's about what he's done for us Amen. and through us. Yes. And if this, if this touches one heart yes. to come to Jesus, then this was all worth it. Amen. Amen. One Amen. heart to come to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Could have okay. said it. I'll quit talking now. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. Thank you. That's hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sit right down here. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right, Sorry, so Robert. all right, Dawn, you pray to take us home. Loving Father, thank you so much for this testimony from our friends. As we see the journey that you've led them on and the things that you have continued to do for them over and over again up to this point, we just have to give you all the honor and praise and ask you, Lord, to be continue to be in our hearts, our minds, and help us to have that journey with you. That when it gets tough, when the trials get really difficult, that we keep holding on to you and persevering to give giving you our all so we can all be reunited with you and live with you forever. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. It's so nice to see you guys, man. And we love you guys. Thank you for everything. You're welcome. We love you too. All right. All Take right. care. Thank you, man. All right. Have a good day. All right, Bye. then. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.